Welcome to the Indianola First Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Our prayer is that this message will inspire you, encourage you, and launch you into life-changing action. Happy Mother's Day. I am so honored that I get to be able to share with you what God has put on my heart this morning. Um, And before we get into that, though, if your mom is in the room right now, give her a hand. Go give her a hug. If she's not in the room with you, shoot her a text or give her a call. I don't know all the details or all the information on how to be a good mom, but I do know that it's a lot easier to be a good mom when you were raised by a great one. And so I am so excited to celebrate my mom today. And I know that today can produce a lot of emotions for different people. Maybe um, you are excited to celebrate your mom today, or maybe you're grieving because you no longer can do that. Um, And maybe you're just desperate to have a relationship with your mom. But wherever you may be, whatever your circumstance is today, just know that there is a God in heaven who loves you, who has a destiny for your life, a plan and a purpose, um, and that I just pray that he'll speak to your heart today. I know he wants to do that, and I pray that your heart will be open to that. And so um, I'm ready to jump into God's Word. In kids' church, we always say it's time for God's Word, and everyone starts cheering and screaming and clapping because God's Word is worth getting excited about. So we're going to read a passage from Mark chapter 10, 13 through 16, and here we go. And they were bringing children to him that he might touch them, and the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me, do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. As a parent, we want what's best for our children. We want them to be successful. We want them to have a better life than we had. We want them to live in God's favor. The most important thing we can do is bring our kids closer to Jesus. And I love how this passage puts that so well because parents um, were bringing, or they were bringing their kids to Jesus so that he might touch them. It wasn't just moms bringing their kids to Jesus. It was dads too. Parents working together leading their kids closer to Christ. They wanted their kids to live in the goodness of God. They wanted their kids to experience the goodness of God.
kids closer to Jesus. Well, whether we have kids or not, we have the responsibility as the body of Christ to be um, an example to one another. And we do that by um, number one is making Jesus the priority in our life and not just a priority. One thing that um, always has discouraged me, especially before the social distancing thing, but was the number of cars that was at a ball field or a soccer field on a Sunday morning. Um, but those same people could not make church at 10 a.m. if their life depended on it, even on their day off. And I've always thought that um, when we put more value in our kids' extracurricular activities or their academic achievements or um, just their education, we're messing up big time instead of putting our value in Jesus Christ. And I think that um, 
Well, actually, I remember um, it was probably in grade school. I think I was in like third grade, and I was in basketball. And I don't know if you know this about me or not, but I love sports. I love basketball. I love watching it. I love watching sports, and I'm kind of a competitive person. Um, I've simmered down over the years, but my husband is not a competitive person, so it drives me nuts when we're playing games, and he doesn't care if he wins or loses. But I um I remember being in third grade, and basketball was scheduled on a Wednesday night. And I knew right away that that wasn't going to work for me because I had, it was church night on Wednesday. And it wasn't that my my parents demanded me not to, I couldn't go to basketball because of um, church, but they had instilled in me at a very young age that I was I was committed to God. I, I wanted to honor God and, got, and honor his church. And so I remember being in third grade and deciding that, you know what? No, God comes first. And you know, I think that um, it's so important well, Proverbs 22, 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. You know, maybe one thing that we've realized through this um, whole uh, pandemic and that is that we don't really need all those extracurricular activities in our life. That, um, you know, we hear arguments on which businesses are essential and which ones aren't. But I think it's time that as God's people that we start making family essential in our lives and that we start putting um, God, making God essential in our lives too. And I think um, if you're going to be a lover of God, you need to love the things of God. And God loves um, the church. And I think teaching our kids to love, um, to love Jesus and be committed to his church I think that's wonderful and it just shows how we can um, how we can honor him and his beautiful name Thank you. 
beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. I just love that. And uh, one other way that we can um, bring our kids closer to Jesus is by letting them um, see us serve Him. Um, letting your kids watch you serve God is huge. I um, Kids' church is great, and youth ministry, our youth ministry is awesome, but they are not a replacement for you as a parent and what we're called biblically to do. And I think um, when, you, when your kids watch you serve God, it's one of the greatest gifts you can ever give them. Um, I love that in a kid's worship service when uh, we're all, the slow song comes on and that's what they call it, the slow song, the worship song. And so once that comes on, um, you, you know, we, as leaders, we lift our hands and we worship. And if you were to peek in the corner of your eye, you would see a kid looking right up at you. And instantly, the minute your hands go up, um, their hands are doing the same thing. They're watching you, they're listening to you. And, but the same is true too, that kids can see through your hypocrisy too. Um, when we say one thing and we do another, for example, I had um, a friend uh, who, if this we were teenagers, and I remember her um, her parents wouldn't let her watch rated R movies, which I totally agree with. I don't even like rated R movies, but her parents wouldn't let her watch them, and they would go in the basement and tell her to go upstairs while they sat down there and watched it by themselves. Leading by example is so important. 1 Peter uh, 5, 2 through 3 says this, Care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. God has entrusted you to your flock. He has entrusted you to the people in your life, the kids in your life, the um, and you lead by example in everything that you do. You know, and I think we've all failed in that area a time or two. You know, some of us, I think the greatest thing you can do also is to say, I'm sorry. Um, your kids will love you for it. I remember, my, you know, my parents aren't perfect parents by any means, but they knew when to say they were sorry when they were wrong. Um, probably more my dad than my mom. But honestly, I, your kids will love you for it and they will um, respect you for it, most importantly. And maybe you're thinking through this entire thing that, um, you know, I haven't been, um, I haven't been put Jesus as a priority in our life. We haven't been serving him like we should. Um, my kids are all grown up and out of the house. I don't even have kids. No matter what you're thinking, I think the enemy would love for you to dwell on those thoughts of what you could have done differently, what you could have done um, to change things up. But I promise you that God has a huge plan for your life, for your family's life, and the enemy would love for you to just be stuck in that. But victory is coming. Keep believing, keep persevering, and keep praying.
the most important thing you can do as a parent is bring your kids closer to Jesus. And I love the passage in Mark again. I love how the message version puts it. It says, the people brought children to Jesus, hoping he might touch them. The disciples shooed them off, but Jesus was irate and let them know it. Don't push these children away. Don't ever get between them and me. These children are at the very center of life in the kingdom. Mark this, unless your children, unless you accept God's kingdom and the simplicity of a child, you'll never get in. Then gathering the children up in his arms, he laid his hand of blessing on them. I love that. God wants to bless your kids. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless your family. And there are certain things that trigger that blessing. We know in Malachi 310, it talks about bringing our tithe to the storehouse and the heaven, the windows of heaven open up and God pours out his blessing. Think about that. The windows of heaven open up and God pours out his blessing on you. Numbers chapter 6, 24 through 26 says, May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. I love this. The heart of the father over his children. I don't know about you, but I hope this is true for you, that we want the blessing of God on our lives. We want um, on our kids' life, our family's life. And there has been a lot of bad news going around lately with even this whole pandemic. Everyone has opinions that they want to share, but our world needs Jesus. And I love what Luke 4, 18 through 19 says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, and that the oppressed will be set free. And that time of the Lord's favor has come. I don't know about you, but that excites me. I love that. I believe God wants to pour out his favor on you, on your family. And it's time we start making Jesus the priority in your life and not just a priority. It's time that our kids start watching us serve God, that we can be a good example to those around us. And I know that um, throughout this whole thing, I know not all of you have kids, but that doesn't change the fact that God wants to pour his blessing on you. And um, I love that. Maybe you're an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent. You can still lead kids to Jesus too by the example that you set. In closing, I want you to try something different today and this is kind of um I know that it will look different for everyone in your living rooms or wherever you may be watching from but um can I just ask you that to gather around with whoever you are with in the room that you're in and just sing this next song together um proclaim these words out loud over your family over your future family over your life um the greatest joy in life won't be from your kids' academic achievements education athletic ability but the greatest joy in life will be from those spiritual moments you have together as a family, worshiping together, receiving God's blessing, the most important thing that you can do is bring your kids closer to Jesus and receive his blessing.
Part of the Indianola First podcast. Join us next week to stay updated on our latest messages.